and welcome to First Day Pod. Um, I am super excited for this topic because um, it really kind of resonates with um, why we started this podcast to begin with uh, a few years ago. So it is episode 121 and the episode is called It's August 1st. Now what? Um, Or did I call it so what? No, I think I called it now what? (laughs) So if this is the first time that you are um, listening to First Day Pod, welcome. Uh, This is where we share wisdom, education, and empowerment so we can help each other and ourselves become the best version of ourselves. Um, One of my favorite favorite parts of the show is the interaction with you guys. And we do things a little bit differently. So when we're doing this podcast, if you're listening to this in the audio version, um, then you've got an audio podcast. But what you're going to realize is that we also have a lot of people in the comments. So every Tuesday night from eight o'clock PM Eastern time, um, we hop on YouTube and Facebook at first day pod. I think we're also on Twitch. Um, And anybody that comments inside of the comments, we bring them right up on the screen and you become part of the show. And that is always my favorite part of the discussion and of the podcast. So um, for those of you that are new, you probably don't know, but we have a book club that we meet every week on Mondays, um, also at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And right now we're reading a book. It is called uh, It Didn't Start With You. It's all about... um, family trauma and, um, kind of, uh, generational trauma. It's very interesting. Um, and next week we actually finish the book and then we will be on to the alchemist. So I don't know if you've ever read that. I read it years ago. I know I loved it. Um, so I'm really excited to, to read it again. So we're going to be starting that, I believe on the 14th, if that's the Monday. So anyway, Welcome, welcome, and uh, let's talk about how we make this month the best month that we can make it. Um, Like always, we always talk about today, right now, is the first day of the rest of our lives. doesn't matter what we did yesterday. It doesn't matter what we're planning on doing tomorrow. Right now is really the only time that we have, and so we need to come up with a game plan of how to kind of become the best but by doing it now. Um, I actually, I got a, um, a DM today from one of our listeners and a friend. Um, hey, Josh. Okay, so Josh is here. That's awesome. I see that we have some viewers, but you guys, um, just in case you're new, I won't know that you're here unless you comment, which is totally fine. You can just watch us um, live. That is okay. Um, but I just won't know that you're here. So, um, make sure you comment if you want me to know. Uh, okay. So Josh says present. Yeah, we've got to be present. That's really the only way to, to live life and not get overwhelmed with what's coming. Um, we're moving right now. Um, and that's a whole big thing. Um, and I found that I was starting to kind of go into future mode and that became worrisome for me because I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to find time together? Um, because things are just changing up a little bit. It's always been that Mike and I have been separated. We have never lived full time forever together. Um, but now it's just going to look a little different. Um, and so I was just like, 
Mike could tell that I was starting to reel because I was starting to go into like future. And then he just kind of sat me down and, um, he was like, okay, well, this is what we have right now. This is what we're doing right now. And I know it to be true, but boy, our brain can play tricks on us and get us to get in the future very, very fast. Um, and we don't know what the future holds. Usually it holds a lot better for us than we can anticipate um, because we usually think it's the worst, you know? Um, so one of the one of the things that I try to do, which I don't always do, but I try to just believe that my future is better than my past. Um, and that's what gets me excited. And I get excited and it drives me to do all the things. Um, but for right now, today being the first day, how do we kind of attack that? And so something that I've been doing is starting the day by figuring out what my top priorities are. And how do you figure out your top priorities? Well, we did a lot of this in the show last week. Um, Last week, we called it ditch the list. Well, sort of, um, because we talked about instead of doing a to-do list, we talked about getting it down on the calendar so then we can actually make time because it's the only way that we're going to get things done is if we actually have time to do them. Um, And that's, it sounds so simple. It sounds like, well, obviously, but if we don't make time, if we don't like really defend our time, then somebody else and there are like a million different avenues and a million different people that are going to take that time from us. And they're not going to do it intentionally, um, but they're going to, you know, just quickly ask you just a quick question or they're going to just want to tell you this funny thing. And every minute that's taking you away from your goals um, is doing exactly that. It's taking you away from your goals. So I think, okay, so I've made some notes because I wanted to try to stay on track today. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about that our listener, and that's what I had started with, is one of our listeners, Sierra. Hello, Sierra. So you guys might remember her from... Last year, I believe she was in the show a lot, Um, but now, um, you know, she's got a little bit of a different life. She's got a baby. She's got businesses that she's running, Um, and so sometimes she can't be here uh, live, so she DM'd me, and she was like, actually, I'm going to pull it up so then I don't butcher exactly what she said, but she said, "Um, so I have an interesting question for you. What do you think the number one reason is for people not doing the thing that that they want or need to do? So then I said, oh, that's a great question. So now I want you guys to think, what do you think is the number one reason why people don't do what they say that they're going to do? Because I would say 90% of us don't do what we say that we're going to do. It's nice to believe that we're going to, but a lot of the time we let ourselves down. And that I think is a huge problem. So I said, that's a great question. Fear is what came to my gut as a first answer. However, I think it's probably also a habit of not keeping our word to ourselves. And I said, why do you ask? And she goes, well, I was listening to your pod and the question came to me and I thought fear maybe then I thought maybe it's desire. So I said, you know, why don't we talk about this on the show? Um, Because I think that's a really, really good question. What is getting in the way of us doing the things that we want to do. And there is not a blanket answer for that. 
There is not a, I can't tell you guys, okay, this is what's getting in your way. And if you can fix this, then you're, you're way to the races and you're going to achieve everything that you want to achieve. The issue and the problem is that we have to answer that for ourselves. And we have to, I think we're going to have to answer that continually because right now I might have something that's standing in my way. Okay. So Josh, question mark, question mark. Okay. So go ahead and write what you're confused about and we can discuss it, Josh. Um, so we have to figure out what is standing in our way of achieving the things that we want to achieve. And more often than not, it's something that we have control over. If it's something that we truly don't have control over, then we need to accept that, right? Um, But usually it's something that is standing in our way and it's just a limiting belief of some sort, whether it's fear or stories or something that's standing in our way. And I think what's going to happen is it, and I know it's happened for me, is that you get over one hurdle and you think, okay, good. I'm over that. I cleared it. I'm good to go now. And then you try to go forward and maybe you go forward like a few steps and then something else comes up and something else kind of stops you. Now you can't just say, oh, okay, well then that's it. I guess that's as far as I go. We have to then ask ourselves the question again. Okay, so what is it that's standing in my way? Because for me, and I want to know from you guys, like, do you guys believe this to be true? That if you have something in your heart to do or to be, that that is truly what you're meant to do or to be. I do. I do because I don't have anything in my heart that's even close to being a doctor or a lawyer. Um, You know, there's things that I think look cool, but then I always ask myself, is that something that would actually bring you joy? And for me, my whole thing is I don't want to do anything or spend any time that does not bring me joy because life is just too short. We're losing people way too young. Um, and it's really, I don't know if it's because, you know, now I'm in my forties and I'm starting to realize that life is really short, but really it is, it is too short not to live out of joy and do the things that will bring you joy, either joy in the moment or joy in the future. Cause some things I do, I don't want to do, but I know that they will bring me peace, which will bring me joy in the future. So anyway, so I think we have to figure out what our limiting beliefs are. And I hate that. I hate that phrase because everybody uses it. Like everybody's always talking about like, what's your limiting belief? And it sounds so woohoo-y now because everybody is talking about it, but it really is. Our beliefs can either propel us to become like just greatness or it can stand in our way and keep us from even just doing the most simple things. So our beliefs are really, really strong um, and they can be very powerful. So we need to figure out what our beliefs are and we need to figure out which ones are, are limiting us. And do we want to believe them anymore? Because we have that choice. We can believe anything that we want to believe about ourselves, you know? So I think those are the things that we really need to, I think we really need to figure out before we even come up with strategy of like, how are we going to attack this day? Or how are we going to, um, you know, become the best version of ourselves? So now 
Josh says, and I haven't read this, by the way, you guys. So if you guys put a comment in there, it is going to come up on the screen and we're just going to have it as part of the show. I don't field it prior to coming in here. Um, so Josh says, at what point does that sequence of events of asking that question to ourselves become too much or frustrating and we go on strike? Oh, <laughs> good question. I don't know. I think that's something that you're going to have to ask yourself. So I think that's part of why really knowing the direction that we want to go in, knowing where we want to go. And it's one of those simple things. All of this is so simple. Everything is so simple. We make it complicated. And I just heard, um, I don't know who said it, but, um, and I'm probably going to butcher it. Uh, but somebody was saying, um, complexity, uh, is the enemy of execution. And I think that's completely true. And it might not have been execution. It might've been completion. It might've been something else. Um, but when things are too complex, then we, we get paralyzed kind of, you know, um, we don't move forward because we think that there's too much that we have to work out before we do it. Um, but if we can make things as simple and we learned that, uh, if you guys were part of the book club, when we did atomic habits, we learned that you have to take those like minute little itsy bitsy steps in order to get us in the direction that we want to go. And that's what makes it easy for us because it's just that one little step. It's not going to the gym and working out for the hour. It's putting our shoes on to walk out the door. Putting the shoes on is that first step of getting us into that momentum of doing the thing that we need to do. So we need to start simplifying things um, and not looking at the grand, okay, I'm going to run a marathon. It's just like, what are you going to do today to get yourself forward? Um, and I think asking that question about what is limiting me is when it comes up. So we know, and the more, I think a lot of us are really detached. I was very detached from myself and from my being. I was kind of just like always going and always pushing and always doing. Um, and I was not listening to my body. I was not listening to that little voice that was telling me the things that I needed. I wasn't listening to any of it. And so everything felt overwhelming. Like how could I possibly, if I don't keep all of this going, then something is going to fail. And so it was too scary. So you just keep going until you burn out. And that's no fun. If anybody has actually gone through burnout, like that is a horrifying, awful existence. Um, even if it's just a small, minute kind of time. Um, for me, my burnout was very physical and um, not pretty. Um, and it happened to me years ago. And then it was a slow process for me to really start becoming aware. And I still have a lot to work on. I think I'm going to still have a lot to, I think it's going to be a forever journey of awareness because new things are going to keep coming up. But I think that we need to be asking that question. And I don't think that it's going to make us go on strike unless we're sitting there with the question all the time and not moving it forward, not having the end goal of moving forward. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's the other thing is that we we can't just learn to learn or we can't just become aware to become aware. We need to have an end goal of what we want to do. You know, like for me, if if mine is I want to become healthy and I want to gain energy, um, 
but I'm not working out, which I am guys. I'm so proud. Like Mike and I have really started getting on this back into taking care of our bodies as a priority. I'm, I'm so proud of him and I'm proud of me. And then we just keep taking it one day at a time. It's just the first day. We don't care about what happened yesterday. It's the first day. Um, okay. So Josh says, or is it not overcomplicating something, but rather fresh, frustrating or losing all drive? Okay. Losing all drive. Okay. Um, or is it not overcomplicating something, but rather frustrating or lose all drive? Okay. So I don't know. Like, I think this whole thing, this is what I love about having shared wisdom. I love about empowering each other to be able to move forward because these questions, I think we all have to answer for ourselves and we have to answer for ourselves at different times. Like when you wake up and you know, you're having a good day, like you just literally wake up on the right side of the bed and you're just like, okay, I'm taking on the day. Um, it's magic. The things that you can get done. But if you get up and you're not feeling it, what are we going to do to make sure that we can do the things that are going to make us feel? And we talked about this last week, Josh, I'm so grateful that you were here. Um, It was a really good conversation, but you know, what is success and what are we looking for and what are we hoping to achieve? So these are all the questions that we need to figure out because I used to be, um, like when I would start a new month or a new Monday or just a new day, it was always like, okay, so tomorrow is the first day. And then I would blow whatever it is that I was doing the night before. Right. Like, especially if it was eating, that was Mike and I's big thing. Um, is that we would just like tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. And so tonight we're going to binge eat and we're going to gain five pounds. You know, you'd be ahead of the game if you just didn't do that. Um, Oh, so Mike says he's here. Hey, honey. He says, true that. Okay, so I'm not sure exactly what I said, but sure, there we go. Um, and now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's funny what love will do to you. Um, but anyway, we have to be asking those questions for ourselves and we have to be figuring out before we are coming up with strategy and before we're coming up even with like setting our calendar for the day, before we fill it with shit of like, oh, I think that if I'm, you know, I think I'm going to feel successful if I do A, B, and C, and I'm going to fit that into the schedule. It doesn't matter what we're getting done if we're not feeling the way that we want to feel. And I think ultimately that's what it comes down to, because if we can feel whatever that is, whatever it is that you want to feel, um, if you want to feel like high energy or if you want to feel joy or you want to feel happy or you want to feel whatever, um, you got to figure that out and then reverse engineer it. Like, what are you, what do you have to do in order for that to happen? Um, and we need to protect our time. We really, really need to protect our time. Um, because like I said, everybody is going to sabotage our time if we allow it. And it's not because you know, they're trying to be spiteful or keep you from your goals. It's just most people are just like willy nilly with their time, right? Like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We'll just have a conversation and it'll last an hour when really you can get it done in 20 minutes. Um, you need to protect that time because the more time that you open up by not wasting it in stupid things, um, 
then the more you're going to have to be able to do, right? Like the more time you're going to be able to have time itself. We only have 24 hours, but we can create more time by not wasting as much of it, you know? So we need to figure out what that is. Like, what are we looking to achieve? Josh says, what if all we have is negative and not positive? Well, okay. So we all have negative. We all have negative that starts our day. Like that's kind of the, um, the, is it like the natural or like the, the default of how we all feel and we need to create positivity. We need to create that momentum. We need to create the, the idea that our future is better than our past. That's something that we need to believe and we need to create. If we don't believe it, then that's where we're going to see that, you know, we're going to live in. And I'm okay. Again, as always, I like to say, I am just a listener. Okay. I am just part of this podcast with you guys. I am not a professional in this. So I am not making any kind of diagnosis. I'm not making any kind of anything. All I'm saying is for what I believe is that if we don't believe that tomorrow is better than yesterday, then we don't have hope. And if we don't have hope, then yes, I think negativity is going to trump everything else because it's just, it's the easier, it's the easier emotion. It takes effort to be positive. It takes effort to be happy. Like they call it resting bitch face, right? And I have it because if I just sit here, gravity will pull my, my face down and I look miserable. And because I'm not smiling, I'm actually physiological. (laughs) I can never say that word, but in my physiology, I'm actually sadder. I'm actually, I I'm not happy. You can actually fake your brain by smiling. Your brain will think you're happy. It's just a fact. There's science behind it. Um, I can't explain it to you, but it's true. However, it takes effort and muscles to smile. And so it's something that we need to learn. And it's a skill. I believe that happiness and positivity is a skill that we need to embrace and learn. Uh, Josh says, how do you fake it until you generate positivity? Well, that's one of them is smiling. Smiling will help you. Um, Listening to music that uplifts you. We all know what jam comes on and makes us feel good. That will help. Um, Getting out and moving. Even if it is just go outside and do two jumping jacks, even if your feet don't raise from the ground, but you just go through the motion, getting your body in motion will elevate your emotion. It just will. It works. And doing it with a smile on your face works. Deep breathing helps because we get more oxygen to our brain. Uh, There are so many things that we can be doing. So we just have to remind ourselves of it. And Josh, I love these questions and I am not a pro at any of this, but I do know that if I'm sulking and I'm feeling bad and woe is me and I'm negative and I, Mike points it out to me. I have a lot of negative thoughts. I have a lot of negative emotion. 
but I personally feel like I'm a very positive person. I feel like I'm a, I've worked very hard to be positive. And I I think I was born that way. I think, I do think that people are probably, you know, they lean more toward one or the other, especially like reading this book and learning about family trauma. And I do believe that there is part of that. However, I do believe that it's a skill that we can learn and that we can uh, start our day. However, we need to, in order to start it on the right foot. So, and I don't think, I don't think the, the mindset of faking it is a good mindset to have. I used to say that, oh, just fake it till you make it. But I don't think that's a good mindset to have because if you're like, we, the, the words that we're using, we tell ourselves these things and our subconscious knows what we're saying. And so if you're saying that you're faking it, then your subconscious is like, okay, well, then I'm, I'm faking it. I'm not really happy. But if you can tell yourself that, you know what, I deserve to be happy and I'm going to work at it and I am working at being happier and every day I'm getting happier and every day I'm working on being positive. And when you get that negative thought, we're going to get them, but learning to like listen to it. And just because we hear the thought doesn't mean that we have to believe it doesn't mean that we have to own it. So that becomes the difference is slowing down and being able to hear these thoughts and these negative things and not feeding into it. And that also, okay, hold on one second. So I'm losing track here. So Josh says, so you believe we're, we're all wired differently. I do. Yes, I do. But I believe that we're all wired the same enough that we can change it if we want to change it. And again, people that have major um, mental disorder, I totally understand it that maybe chemically it's going to be difficult. However, there is so much, so much science about being able to rewire your brain that if you want it badly enough, I do believe that you can overcome it. You might not be able to change it. You, it might be a fight every day, but heck, wouldn't you rather fight to have a happy day rather than just like fighting those negative emotions? Because we're fighting either way, right? If we're fighting it either way, I would rather fight to have those moments or glimpses of happiness through the day rather than just letting it just take its course, you know, because it's not easy, even though it takes more energy to be happy and more energy to put a smile on your face. It's draining to be sad and miserable and not see the light at the end of the tunnel and not see a pleasant future. That's draining. And that's why people are literally, they get sick and tired of their life because it's draining. And I don't, I don't blame it. I totally understand it because I fall into that a lot. But I think that we can work at getting out of it. And if we think about it, okay, so hold on one second. And for those of you listening in the audio, you're getting a glimpse at how I'm wired. <laughs> so um, Josh says, many times autopilot takes over, does it not? Yes, it does. So that's why I think that we need to have things in place. For me, autopilot definitely takes takes 
over a lot. And especially I think the older you get and the more set in your ways that you are, then the more that they happen. Um, Josh also says, eventually one can get tired and lack energy and not want to fight anymore. Yes, I believe that. However, I also think that these conversations are really important because I think having your, why do you want to fight? Why do you want to keep going? And ultimately it's going to be the belief that life is going to be better tomorrow than it was yesterday. I think that's it. If, if ultimately, if we come down to the idea that no, all of my best days are behind me, why would anybody want to keep going? That sounds awful. But we know it to be true that magic can happen in the future when we're least expecting it. We just know that. You know, people have kids. They weren't expecting it. And they come. And sometimes it's a miracle for people. And sometimes it's not. But if it's a miracle for people, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that that came. Or somebody comes into your life and you fall in love and you weren't expecting it. Or you get a job or you, you know, win a lottery, even if it's a $5 lottery. Like there's so many things that can just be that thing that turns it around tomorrow. We have to believe that that is possible. So I think having that belief and changing that belief for ourselves, and that comes down to there's so many things that we have to put into place. So some people can just have that strong will, I guess, and they're just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to remember and I'm going to work at it and I'm just always going to be happy. But for the majority of us, we have to put things into place. And so for one of the things that I do, and I'm, I stopped doing it, because it was working, right? Like our our natural way is like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see success. So now I don't have to do the thing that brought me success. Perfect example of that is the marathon. The first marathon I did, I trained for it. I trained so hard for it. I was so proud of myself. And when I went and did the marathon, it was so easy for me. So then mentally, and the, the marathon was in October, and so then I didn't really do much training in November or December or January. And then when I had to go and start training again, because the next one was going to be in October and I needed to get that training in again, I was like, wait a minute, why am I going to put myself through that? I don't need it. It was so easy. Well, Bozo, it was easy because you put the work into it. So we need to be putting the work into it and we need to put whatever we need in um, in place. And so it's going to be a lot for people, for some people. It's going to be very little for other people. Like maybe just having affirmations in the morning and maybe a little bit of meditation in the morning to set your your day straight and setting up your calendar is enough. For me, it's not. For me, I need to have my calendar set I also need to have my full night's sleep and I need to be aware that if I didn't, that I tell myself, okay, that's fine. That means I need to drink more water today because I'm going to be tired. And if I'm dehydrated, it'll make me even more tired. I need to know these things for me, right? There's some people that can sleep three hours and they function. Josh, I think you're one of those people. You don't need a lot of sleep. Need and can function are two different things. Um, I do think everybody needs sleep, but um, if you can function fine, um, then that's, we all know our own things. 
for me, this, uh, I don't know if you guys, guys are going to be able to see it, but this well journal, I have been, I went for an entire month between the middle of uh, April to the middle of May. And I filled it out every single day. I missed maybe two, maybe two days in that whole month. Um, but I filled it out every single day. It kept me accountable. It made me feel so good. And I kept those momentum. And then at the end of the 30 days, that's why when we talk about it, like these challenges, things are not, are not good for us. I looked at it and I was like, man, way to go, Lee. And in 30 days, I was down something like eight pounds. I was feeling better. I had all this energy. And so then I stopped doing the thing that was working. So for me, that is one of those things is that I need to put that in place. So then I am holding myself accountable and I need to keep it with me. I can't just keep it upstairs, you know, in my bedroom that I just fill it in at night. I keep it with me throughout the day. So then it's a, it's a reminder. I look at it and it reminds me of all the things that I'm gonna have to fill in there, the food, the water, the, the, um, you know, what are the, what are the things that I'm grateful for? All those kinds of things. It just triggers me to make better decisions through the day. And it's that physical thing that I can see. I can see that book, um, having people around us, making sure that the people around us know the goals that we're after. If we want to be healthier, we don't tell people I'm trying to lose weight and I'm trying not to eat. You know, you did this, Josh, when you had, um, when you were going for the heart surgery, you knew that you needed to cut out the salt, right? I think it was the salt and I think the sugar and you needed to cut it all out. And so you were reading labels and you got your family and, um, like behind you. And so everybody was eating the same way at the house. Like those are the things that need to happen around us. We need to create the environment in order for us to be able to succeed. Why make it harder? We know it's going to be hard. So why make it harder by not cultivating the environment around us, cultivating the people around us? Um, so, okay, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, eventually when get tired, okay. And not want to fight anymore that we just did. And then you also said, but it's not universal and maybe the best is neither behind or ahead of us. Hey, that's fine. This could be the best right now. And if that's the case, if that's how you want to look at it, if you want to believe that right now is the best, then that's great. But what if right now you're feeling depressed? And you're feeling sad. And you say that right now is the best that it gets. What does that do? I mean, if I was feeling that way, then I would want to quit. I'd want to quit on life. One of the things that they say in business, when you're an entrepreneur, they always say, don't ever quit on a bad day. Don't ever quit on a bad day. If you want to quit your job, if you want to go and especially as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, if you're running your own business and you have a day that is just awful and you want to quit and you want to go and get that nine to five job, and I'm not saying anything wrong about nine to five, but if you're an entrepreneur, you know you have a different mindset than nine to five people. But there's always that thing that like, oh, today was so hard. I just need to go and get that nine to five job and make it easier on me. That's not the day that you quit running your own business. The day that you decide to quit 
running your own business is when you're at the height, when you're feeling really good, when you're happy and you're just, everything is just feeling amazing. And at that point, if you say, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Listen to that because then, yeah, if you're doing really good and you're happy and you don't want to do it anymore, listen to it and move on. But we can't listen when we're not feeling good, when we're having a bad day. That's not when we quit. That's not when we quit in business. And that's not when we quit in life. We need to, if we're, if we're feeling like this is just it, like I just, this is, I'm tired and I'm sick of it. And I'm just make a change, change your scenery, get out of the bed, get off of the chair, get out of the house, get away, get out of the bar, get out of wherever you are, get away from the friends change the scenery and change your physiology and then see what happens. And then if you start feeling really good and you're still, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Then that's a different story. But I don't know that people would ever feel that way if they allowed themselves to start feeling good. It's just, we don't believe that we can feel good again because these negative feelings are really powerful. So that's what I believe. And I know that I'm going to sound very innocent. And I know that I'm going to hear a lot of people are probably going to DM me and they're going to email and they're going to say, oh, well, you know, that's that you can't say something like that. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's an actual like diagnosis. I'm not saying that that's an actual thing. But I, for me, truly believe that we are able to change our life by changing our beliefs, by changing the things that we say to ourselves, by saying, by changing the things that we believe. And I think that we need to start believing that tomorrow is better than it was yesterday. Because then it gives us, like I said, I'm just repeating myself now. It gives us hope for the future. And that's what drives us for today. So today is the first day of the rest of our lives. Um, and we need to figure out what is stopping us. So that's one of the biggest things. It's not going to be the setting the calendar like we talked about last week. That's part of it. That's a tool. But ultimately, we have to figure out where we want to go. Just like when we're going on a trip, you're not going to just be like, oh, okay, we're just going to get in the car. I don't, I don't, have, I don't know where we're going. Um, I mean, sometimes that's cool if you're just doing like a road trip. But if you have somewhere that you need to be, and you, you know, have hotel reservations and the vacation is, is happening in this location, you got to put the GPS on in that location. Otherwise you're not going to end up there and you're not going to be able to enjoy your time there because you're never going to make it. So we need to figure out where we want to be and we need to get clear about that. And then we also, before we start moving forward, we need to figure out what is going to get in our way. We usually know what that is, but we don't, we want to pretend that this time is different. We want to pretend that this time is going to be much easier because I'm ready because my head's in the game because it's August 1st. So, um, I don't know why things are slowing down. I think my audio and the video might not be syncing up for some reason, but I apologize if it looks weird or sounds weird to you guys. Um, but our mind plays tricks on us. And so I think we need to really figure that out, figure out what our limiting thoughts are 
and what the negativity is. And Josh, if you can call out that you are filled with negativity, like not you, but if when you're asking that, if you say, what if all we have is negative and not positive, then you're able to be aware that those are negative feelings and negative thoughts that you have. Do you want to believe them? Does it serve you? Does it make you feel good to believe those thoughts? Because like I said, we don't have to believe the thoughts that come into our brain. We don't. We don't. We get to choose if we do. And it's easier to believe it, even if it doesn't serve us. It's easier to choose to believe it. But it's a lot more courageous and a lot more powerful if we choose not to believe those thoughts. And then just to choose a different thought and to talk to the people around us that are able to help us believe in a better future. So anyway, um, Josh, thank you so much for being here. Mike, thank you for being here. Um, if you're listening to this in the audio, oh, that's why I'm slowing down because my battery's ready to die. I forgot to plug this in. Oops. So that is perfect though. I was ready to wrap up anyway. So guys, thank you so much for being a part of this show. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Um, and I hope to see you guys next week, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern at First Day Pod. And if you want to email us, you can email us firstdaypod at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Bye, guys.